0: Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for March 17th, 2020. I'm teaching a series entitled Reasons Why Not to Fear. This is part seven. Reason number seven, why not to fear. Here's a very good reason. Because our God is bigger than anything. I'm talking about how big our God is. He's the only wise God. He's the only true God. He's the only living God. He's the God who sits On the circle of the earth, he's the God who has all power, who knows all things. He knows your thoughts before you think them. He knows your actions before you perform them. I'm talking about God today, and he's bigger than anything. We're going to look at some things that that David said, King David said, as he thought about his life, as he thought about his relationship with God. He even asked himself some questions. We're going to look at those questions on today. So let's get into it. What does this mean to you today? I have two things to share with you on this morning. Let's get into these two things. Number one, here we go. First one, when I think about the fact that my God is the only true God and that he is bigger than anything, I realize I have nothing to fear. You got to come to this realization that when you really think about it for a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me think about this for a minute. My God is God. I mean, like he is God like the only God, the so the only living God. And if God is my God and he's my daddy and I'm his son or I'm his daughter, then what do you have to fear? I mean, think about it. So David said it this way in Psalms 27 and 1. He said, David said, the Lord is my light and my salvation. And then he asked himself a question. Well, whom shall I fear? He said, the Lord is the strength of my life. What of whom shall I be afraid? So yesterday we learned that fear is a choice, just like faith is a choice. So David chose what he gave his attention to. He chose to meditate and to medicate on God's word. How often? Day and night. So when David thought about the fact that God I'm talking about the only true God, the only living God, the God who has all power, the God who rules and reigns forever, the God who was and is and ever shall be, the God of your yesterday, the God of your today, the God of your tomorrow, the God of your already, the God of your right now, and the God of your not yet, that God, I'm talking about God, when he thought about the fact that God, that God, it was his light and his salvation, he said, man, I got to ask my own self a question. What's the question? He said, he looked himself in the mirror and said, well, whom shall I fear? That's a good question. If God is your God, then whom shall you, I mean, what, what is it that you have to be afraid of? David went on to think about the fact that God was his strength. He said, listen, the Lord is the strength of my life. He was like, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me make sure everybody understands this. I am not a self-made man. I didn't bring myself up to this position. David was saying, no, 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 no. I was minding my own business out there with my father's sheep when the man of God showed up at my house unannounced to anoint the next king of Israel. My father didn't think enough about me. My brothers didn't think enough about me to even have me in the lineup. But while they forgot about me, my God never forgot about me. My oil would not flow for nobody else. The anointing that's on my life, my blessing could not be given to anybody. The prophet almost made a mistake. The prophet wanted to give it to one of my brothers. But God said no because what God has for me is for me. God chose me when I wouldn't even choose myself. God chose me to be the next king of Israel. God lifted me up. I am not a self-made man. God is my strength. David was like, man, I'm walking out the life that God planned for me from the foundations of the world. This life that I live right now as the king of Israel, this is not the life that I came up with. This is the life that God came up with for me. And so if I'm living the life that God planned, if I'm walking out my divine assignment, if I realize that I'm not a self-made man, but a God-made man, if I acknowledge the fact that God's grace is on me and I am living the life that he planned for me to live. So then he had to ask himself a question. This is the question he asked himself, of whom shall I be afraid? If, you're, if you are saying, like I'm saying, that God made me who I am. And if you're saying, like I'm saying, that I'm walking out the life that God planned for me to have, then how in the world can you be afraid? If you really believe that God is your God, that he is your light, that he is your salvation, and that he is your strength, then what do you have to be afraid of? God is bigger than anything. You have nothing to fear. Say amen to that. (laughs) Glory to God. All right, number two. When you develop an intimate relationship with your God, he's able to deliver you from all fear. Listen, listen. We're going to look at Psalms 34 now. And we're going to look at what David said, and he is able to deliver you. God is able to deliver you from all your fears. I'm not talking about just some. I'm talking about all your fears. All right, so that's Psalms 34. Four and four, but let's go through verses one, two, and three first. You got it? All right, so this is Psalms 34. Let's go through verses one through four. So, verse one. In verse one, David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. David was saying, Man, I will. I want to focus in on the words, I will, right? Because to bless the Lord or not to bless the Lord, that's an act of your will. This means that it is a decision, it's a choice you make. You can choose to bless the Lord just as easily as you can choose not to bless the Lord. And this is important because whatever you choose, just like faith or fear, you can choose to operate in faith. You can choose to operate in fear and your life is going to be a grand sum total of your decisions. So you need to choose wisely. So David said, listen, I will my will to bless the lord at all times he was like my will can make a decision i'm telling my will what to will i'm telling my my my, my chooser what to choose i will my will to bless the lord at all times. He says, God's praises shall continually be in my mouth. I'm not going to be moved by what's going on in this world. If you allow the changes that are going on in this world to strip you of your praise, you are going to live an unstable life because the world is always changing. If you're saying, well, I well, I used to bless the Lord, but right now my kids are home and I'm frustrated. Or right now my, my schedule is messed up because of coronavirus. Or right now, uh, I don't know what's going on in this world and I'm glued to the news. And you allow that to strip you of your praise, your life is going to be unstable because the world is always changing. Today is coronavirus. Tomorrow is going to be something else. But if you say, I don't care what's going on in this world, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continually be in my mouth. You're saying that I will never allow the devil to rob me, to strip me of my praise. Say amen to that. Glory to God. Number two, Uh, Verse two, I'm sorry. The Bible says, my soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Now, your soul is comprised of your thinker, your mind. Your feeler, your emotions, and your chooser, which is your will. So your mind, your emotions, your will. Your thinker, your feeler, your chooser. David determined. He said, you know what I'm going to do with my soul? My soul is going to make her boast in the Lord. He was saying that no matter what's going on, I'm going to make sure that I boast in my heart on the inside of the Lord. I'm not going to boast in me. I'm going to boast in the Lord, and I'm going to boast in the Lord in such a way that other people are going to hear about it, and it's going to make them glad. So other people are going to hear about it and it's going to stir them up. Glory to God. I'm telling you, I, I'm, I'm a witness. God has graced me to do that. You can, I could, if you talk to me for five minutes, you're going to feel like you could do anything. Glory to God. So he was saying, listen, or let me say it this way. If I followed you around right now in the middle of coronavirus, if I followed you around right now and we had a camera on you all day, would we hear things that make us glad or things that make us sad? Would we hear things that would feed our faith or feed our fear? So what is your soul saying right now in this season? Remember, your words are an external announcement of the internal condition of your heart. Your words are an external announcement of the internal condition of your heart. Your words are telling everyone on the outside what's going on on the inside. So what are you doing? What are your words saying about you right now in this season? are your words talking about the Lord or are your words talking about coronavirus? So what, you, what is it that you're telling everybody right now? If we followed you around, would we be glad or would we be sad by what you say? All right. Number, verse three, uh, uh, David said, oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Glory to God. I I remember one of my pastors a long time ago preached from this verse and he said, you can go from a solo to a symphony. Glory to God. I mean, you start off with a solo and then you get people fired up and you take it to a symphony. Let us exalt his name together. David will say, man, I got problems like everybody else has problems, but I refuse to magnify my problems. What I'm going to magnify is my God. Instead of magnifying your problems in the season, you need to magnify your God. If you magnify your God, instead of magnifying your problems, then you're going to realize that your problems become small because your perspective changed. Your perspective now, you're looking at things through the lens of faith. And when You start looking at things the way that God looks at them, then you're going to see that these challenges that seemed so big before don't seem that big anymore. So you have a choice. You can either magnify God or magnify problems, and whatever you magnify is going to become the biggest thing in your life. So choose wisely. I'm telling you, listen to David. Magnify the Lord. And then verse four, this is where I was trying to get to. Verse four, the Bible says, I sought the Lord, and he heard me. And he delivered me from all my fears. Glory to God. Listen, he's saying, I sought the Lord and he heard me. And this is what God did for me. He delivered me from how many? From all my fears. If God delivered David from all his fears, then how many fears does that leave? Open book test. The answer is none. He's saying, listen, David had a relationship with the Father to the point where he was able to say, Fear has no power over me because God delivered me from all my fears. And if God did it for David, he can do it for you. It is possible to live a fearless life. It is possible to live a life without fear, where fear has no power over you, where you have no fear, like zero fear, like none, like all fear is gone. David's emphasis on God and the relationship with with God being his Lord resulted in a deliverance from all fear. And God doesn't play favorites. What he did for David, he can do it for you. But here's the: you got to choose. You got to choose to focus on the right things. You got to choose to magnify the right things. You got to choose to magnify God and not your problems. Your focus can either feed your faith and starve your fear, or it can feed your fear and starve your faith. So you have to choose right now in this season what you give your mind to, what you give your attention to. You got it? All right, let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. Now, I want you to lift up your voice and say some stuff over your own life. Prophesy, say this. Say, Father, I will my will to bless you at all times. I declare that your praises shall continually be in my mouth. I will never allow the devil to steal my praise. I will my will to worship you. I force my soul to make her boast in you. And I declare that my praise is contagious. Others start to praise you because of the continual praise that comes from my lips. I will seek you daily with an attitude of praise. And as I do, you deliver me, Father, from all my fears fear has no power over me. My God is bigger than my problems. My God is bigger than anything. I choose to focus on how big you are, Father. Therefore, I am able to live a fearless life. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org, click on the big red subscribe button, and you'll get, put in your email address, you'll get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, head into this day right now, making your boast in the Lord, giving God praise. Enter into this day with a spring in your step, with a song in your heart, with a smile on your face. You cannot be moved by what's going on in this world. You are only moved by God. Do me a favor. Please share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, with your friends. I love you and God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you.